We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Guys, we have a guest this week. Well, a secret guest. Secret guest? Secret guest, Kermit. He's here with us right now in the room. Is Welcome. Kermit in the room with us right now? He is. Kermit, if you are, can you say something? Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Fuck, fuck, fuck! I'm so fucking scared right now. Dude, I um, well, we have we also have another new guest, a uh, wonderful piece of tech called yeah. an, an iPad. We're really stepping it up out here, boys. Yeah, we are stepping <laughs> it up. Joey provided us with a beautiful iPad. Yeah. And uh, I'm just so thankful to have this here in front of us. It'll hopefully help us uh, stay on on time more, because um, I know that like two hour episodes can be a little crazy, um, but. Just want to say that we we appreciate everyone. Um, thank you so much for, for for sticking around with us. We're coming up to our like. We just surpassed episode. our fiftieth episode. Okay, so right. this might so be we just a year. Yeah, it, we're about to hit the one year on here, which is wow. which is kind of crazy. Cool. And for those of you that that are listening, I know that you you got on Spotify or Apple Music if you're poor, and you were like, "What in the world?" They told us that it was going to be the Cujo Snoopy Come Home episode. And it was, and then we remember that in between recording that there was a cinematic event that we couldn't just <laughs> glance over, and yeah. we could not, we could not just like surmise like no. seeing these these movies, even though like we normally do stuff like that. This was a big enough event that we had to set out a block of time and do our own episode. Yes, folks, we went, we drove to a different fucking county, we did. <laughs> like yeah. an hour away, an and hour we away. we saw Barbenheimer. We've got yes. shirts. Joey's wow. mom made shirts. Yeah. It was awesome. It was so we, fun. We looked like a youth group out, like on a <laughs> special field trip. I Honestly. felt so good at at the Alamo though. Whenever, whenever that yeah, that, the that Alamo, but like it us. was like full of people it dressed was. like us. They even had a costume contest, which was cool. They Regal, did. uh, the fire alarm went off. Yeah, let's 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 Jesus let's get into Christ. that really quick. We we sit down in our IMAX showing for Oppenheimer, First, and yeah. literally our showing is at two fifty. Yep. And, like, and it's packed. They're like yeah, every seat is sold, which it never happens in this theater. I Honestly, like. and at two forty nine and fifty nine seconds, the alarm goes off, and yeah. I'm like, "You've got to be shitting me!" And right they were like, the "Like, if you're hearing this alarm, that means there is a fire." Which yeah. my first instinct was, "Okay, glad it wasn't like a shooter," because that was yeah. my first thought. It was like, "Oh, great, active gunman during Oppenheimer." Looks like Sound of Freedom sold another ticket or whatever the fuck. Right, so whatever the hell that, that movie's about. So we uh. We had to. We literally like walk out, and we had to loop around the building. And in the process of this, like every theater had evacuated. And I remember like seeing like a like, two parents holding like a three year old girl like dressed as Barbie, and she's like sobbing. Yeah. Because like that was like that's like traumatic. And so she, they're like, "Do you want to go back in?" And she's just like, "No." And I'm like, "Damn, that sucks." Like this is such a big moment 
and it's going to be ruined because some dickhead definitely pulled the fire alarm when there was no fire. Yeah, I'm thinking or opened one of the doors that shouldn't have been opened. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, to like let their friends in because it is Barbie Day and, and it was a weekend. Come on, dog, and get in. Fucking... freedom's going to start any minute yeah. now, man. <laughs> yeah, right. Dog right. Gibson's Seriously. new flick. It's a big day. But the weird Seriously. part for me is that like it like the movie just acted like nothing happened. Like we walked in and trailers were playing. Yeah, yeah. Like nothing, nothing. And, and they didn't even like the lights were on when the movie started. Oh my god which matt literally got up to be a hero I sprinted out of that theater dude yeah. i tried to go as fast as i could i go out and the ticket collectors being yelled at by like an older lady which come on dude like i mean uh, why? This why, is why are you maybe the busiest at, day of their the year yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying oh yeah and and i think she was complaining about how someone was sitting in their seats just usual shit that you hear at a regal like and you're like you a boomer didn't look at that person and right. go hey really quick that's actually my seat <laughs> yeah right yeah. Well, let me just show you this is my seat and they would be like oh okay yeah, or right. you could also just not get offended by someone sitting in your seat and just sit in the seat next to them but i, I guess yeah. if it's a sold out show it's like a little more it's a little different like if somebody came up to me at like our regal and was like, "You're sitting in my seat," and I'd be like, "There's 60 open seats. It's yeah. not the end of the world." I know that you people don't seem to understand. You don't have to sit on top of each other, but you can literally sit anywhere, <laughs> yeah, especially in our regal, and because the seats are never sold out. I feel no. like even at our regal, we could have seen Oppenheimer in a pretty empty theater. You saw it a second time this morning. How packed was the theater? So it was more than what I was expecting for an 11 a.m. showtime, especially in Lynchburg. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say there was at least like 40 people in there. I, I mean, you know, the yeah. main section was pretty was pretty full. Um, I sat in the, the first section. Right. You know, so there was maybe four Was people. it the good theater, though, that we saw was- Indy in? I think it was, actually. Yeah. It, was, it was theater four. So, oh, wow. so it, was, it, it was loud. That's and awesome. it was nice and it, it was just we just sat on the opposite side for indie where yeah. I, we we sat on you know we were gonna sit we yeah. i yeah, literally i bought myself. i bought the tickets I, I, and I, then you, know, you bailed you're good, you're good. No, i, I, bailed. I yeah. dude you're good um but but we were just we were just sitting um you know i'm saying we because there was only like four people like i said in that first section there yeah, was yeah. me a couple in front of me and then there was like a couple in the middle of the row that I was sitting in. I think that was like that was it. Okay, so nothing, so, nothing crazy, but, but it, still like more, definitely more than what you would see like, in our town. Yes, definitely our more than what town. I thought. Yep, and uh, it was it was still kind of funny because uh, you know we can get into what's in the actual movie, but there was even some people who I, I heard like gasps or like, um, but not during the parts that that you think you would gasp. Oh, I'm so at. excited to hear about so, that. I remember kind of goofy when we sat down in the IMAX for for Oppenheimer. They like when we got when we when we got back in after the 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 false flag fire alarm or whatever. Yeah, we, what the hell? they were playing trailers and they had just premiered the trailer for the new Exorcist and oh. the old couple like in front of us that like like had like a total panic attack during that trailer. Bro, I mean, okay. First off, I actually liked that trailer. I was kind of surprised. Thought, I thought it was pretty fun. You, you did know? okay. I was definitely against that. Why were dumb. you? It looked it, it looked cheesy like the original. I'll say, oh, like they're that's... playing into that same type of like weird Exorcist. Yeah, well, I mean, like scary... the first one is is in in my opinion the best one. I haven't seen any yeah. of the other ones to be completely yeah. honest. Like, they're... but it's because of reviews that I haven't watched the, the other. Like, ones. it feels like it's gonna be very gross. Well, I mean, yeah, it's supposed well, the to first be. one it's was the Exorcist. Pretty... Yeah, the, no, the problem is that you have David Gordon Green behind it, and I trusted him. <laughs> I trusted him really hard, and he was like. Here's Halloween 2018. I was like, yeah. thank you, David like, Gordon wow, Green. That was very nice you. of you. 
And then he gave me Halloween kills. kills, and I was like, thank you, David. Good, this was yeah. not as good, but I still it very appreciate yeah, it. Like, sure. And then he gave me Halloween ends, and I'm like, where's your address? Yeah. You're, you are, are you a target, doing? and I will find what you. you. Doing? But now, but I will say, in his defense, maybe he'll give us three, and the first one will be good, the, first, the, 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 the second one will be okay, and then the third one will be like, what the hell are you doing? And then we can officially say, don't give this man any more trilogies. Give this man no trilogies. Like, we're yeah. done. This man can't yeah. be trusted with a, with a feel- classic trilogy. I, I genuinely feel like he is the um in the same position as like <laughs> I can't believe I always mention this shit. JJ Abrams in in uh with, Star Wars with, with yeah with, with the Force Awakens. Yeah. <laughs> Even though yeah. The Force Awakens not a perfect movie, but it was uh, I would I would argue a successful reboot. It so did exactly like, what he said it was Sometimes people gonna... can do that. That's yeah. why I, I I like The Force Awakens because JJ Abrams is like it's an it's an homage to A New Hope, which is exactly what that movie exactly. is. That's all I wanted. Yep. It, it gave me what I wanted. I don't know what yeah. the hell happened after that, but right. yeah, that's they, fine. Well, I same shit as Halloween kills and halloween's ends like we're gonna do something different okay well you're now risking the entire because you yeah you franchise you started this first one exactly like all the others but just kind of revamped it which was smart and then you're like well i want to do something different it's like well if you want to do something different you had to kick off kick it off with something different you can't rope in your audience by saying i'm here for you and then be like actually psych the rest of this is such a fever dream ass backwards worthless piece of shit that you have been tricked into seeing twice (laughs) yep and then, yeah, I mean, we can, I, I, I can go on that for so long. But have you guys watched Righteous Gemstones at all? No, I, I've been wanting to. You, t- you have I, spoke high I praises. I have the first yeah. season. Well, you know, I, David Gordon Green is the director of like every episode. Is oh. he really? Yeah. Nice. That's, that's, that's like kind of how I even. He does do a lot of comedies. Yeah. And he did do a lot of comedies before getting into the Halloween stuff. It's, it's pretty good. I, I'll say like this season's the best season, and it gets weird, and it kind of like gets more had like a horror vibe to it pretty scary at some points but so so i think he he can kind of tap into that because i mean halloween 2018 is really good so i yeah. I, I i see it so i i won't be there for the exorcist but uh you guys have fun i'm definitely gonna did, check it out i did see that it was playing in imax and it I'm I'm tempted. That's a game changer because, for sure. Only because like if they if they are marketing it as an IMAX movie, like go see this in IMAX. Because dude, it said yeah. that whenever whenever I saw Oppenheimer, it said that in the trailer at our Regal. It was like go see it in IMAX. And I was yeah. like, hmm, like that could be yeah. pretty fun. I don't know if it'll look, you know, up to par as like a Dune two or something like that in in IMAX, but. Which, by the way, that is uh, Kermit's favorite trailer as of right now. The Dune, Dune 2 trailer? Dune, 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 Dune 2, 2 and trailer. IMAX trailer was yeah. was wild. I was like, oh shit, yeah, okay. so good. Dude, it's a it's a great, a great, great trailer. And I um I did hear that that movie might get pushed, pushed back. To next year, potentially. Yeah, which, which is scary. Well, personally, I think that it's one of the only films I could be like, I'm okay with waiting. Just because it's so good and I know it's going to be good. I, I don't have yeah. any doubt in my mind that that will be a bad movie. Because yeah. Dune was such yeah, a success. more. <laughs> well, for sure. But yeah. it's like, I if something is that good, like I don't mind it being delayed. When something is like Aquaman three, where it's in the third round of its reshoots, yeah, or what is call it, like, it. Yeah, that's <laughs> call not good. it, or like the Borderlands movie that's coming out, bro. That movie, that movie is gonna be I so don't know bad. Why they're even releasing it, it has like Kate Blanchett in it, right? Yeah, isn't she like the first name that they left? Because she plays, so she plays gross. Lilith, who like in the game is a pretty huge character, but it's like. 
Whoa, Lilith. Does it, does it at all represent... Is it the same character as what we get in Evangelion? Oh, I don't think so. I no comment. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I've no never com- played Borderlands. So. I no no comment because Matt hasn't gotten to. Yeah, I was yet. I was like I don't, oh, okay. like I've only seen. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, Little context: right. We all started watching Evangelion, but Joey just watched like a whole and, spoiler review of the whole show. I forgot that Matt that I did watch that for some reason <laughs> that I thought those were in the episode we'd already seen like that had been mentioned. Lilith is late game Evangelion. <laughs> okay. See, I, I I was thinking about Diablo Four, Devil Four. As as uh, Nathan and I know it as Devil uh, Four, and uh, Lilith is 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 the main villain in that in that game. Shout out, shout out to all you you Devil fans out there, all you Diablo heads, all you people that Diablo don't wash your head. ass. <laughs> Enjoy Diablo Amen. Four. <laughs> I haven't washed my ass in four years. <laughs> That's okay. disgusting. Can you, can you believe that? You make me sick. <laughs> but. Anyways, it was where what were we even talking about before? Did that yeah, oh yeah, Borderlands. Borderlands. As a huge fan of the Borderlands game series, when Eli Roth announced that he was behind the project, I was like, okay, Eli Roth is a weird choice, but maybe yeah, he I can like, do sure, it. Whatever. He he definitely goes balls to the wall. Borderlands is a pretty balls to the wall series. And then like the casting started coming out and it was like, we got Jack Black and Jamie Lee Curtis. I was like, this is a horrible yeah. casting. Kevin choice. Hart. Kevin Hart. I was like, no. No, they're casting Kevin Hart as Roland, which it definitely should have gone to Idris Elba. No idea who in casting thought this was a good idea. The only good casting choice was Kate Blanchett so far. And it's like, Kate, just 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 step away from this. Like yeah, you know right? this is not gonna this end well. Seems beneath her. This is <laughs> this is so beneath her. Is uh Jack Black claptrap and he's like claptrap, claptrap, claptrap. He's literally claptrap. And I'm like, that's shit. such a horrible oh, choice. They should have given that to like Tom Kenny or something. Or just have oh. the guy that voices claptrap in the fucking game be claptrap. Yeah, come on. I mean <laughs> she's just a robot. Like, why you gotta do that to him? I never understand video game movies that do this. It's the same thing with Sonic, where they're like, we're gonna we're gonna cast uh the guy we're gonna what's it Ben Schwartz as Sonic. And it's like first of all, it doesn't sound like Sonic, what an fuck, awful though? casting choice. And they're like, "We well, hear you loud and clear. We're gonna get the original voice actor for Tails." And I'm like, "What are you doing? You're you're yeah. proving that you know that you can do it, and right. that you're objectively choosing not to." Right. Like we understand everybody's upset. Idris Elba as Knuckles. It's like it's over. What the hell is going? Yeah, yeah this is like, the worst why, casting why ever. Is Tails the game voice, and then it's Idris Elba. It's like. And then of course J- Jim Carrey as as Eggman. Also a horrible stuff. casting choice. Just but... very weird. Like the more movies I see Jim Carrey in, like he's great, but he just he per, per usual like and we and we'll even get into this with Barbie. Comedians do sometimes what they can only do, and like that's that's really it. When they're when they're in a comedy based role, they yeah. they just tap into their like tools. They're, they're like skill set yep and yeah. it doesn't leave that and therefore it feels so bland because it's just a Jim Carrey Eggman it's not Eggman it's Jim Carrey's Eggman you know what I mean yeah so like, I, I agree because like there definitely is like the Jim Carrey style but I I would say that and that's what a lot of movies want when they hire Jim Carrey right. but but there are like Jim Carrey does have that range like when you watch eternal sunshine and spotless mind like that is not Jim Carrey humor at all i get that for sure for yeah. sure when, but even like truman show like it kind of is but not like it, it it's so meta and you know it's it's almost not funny it's true. In, in a weird way but i understand what you're saying like jim carrey has that has that style that brand i also understand what you're saying whenever yeah. he's whenever he's casted 
when uh, you know for roles that are a little bit out of his his yeah tool shed or whatever toolbox whatever i was saying earlier um he he can apply yeah. himself and he can act really well i definitely agree i think that like and you know, we'll discuss this more with, with barbie but certain comedians like jim carrey are have what i would like to refer to it's a day in the sun you had your career and it was great you made a ton of really good movies and they're like i'm gonna keep going and it's like call it like you're not yeah. funny anymore you're not relevant anymore yeah. i don't want to see you anymore like right. We should see other people. Like, go <laughs> do something else other right. than waste my fucking time. And I'm talking specifically, and I'm not going to get into it yet, but specifically Will Ferrell. You got to drop oh, dead. You're that's not, not even fun. who I thought we were talking about. I thought we were talking about Kate McKinnon. I had nothing. I had nothing against Kate McKinnon. She is that though. Yeah, for sure, I think she for sure. that, and, and, Ooh, and, and she definitely does take. get get typecasted a lot as that like, like weirdo. I, but I, I and I, I like. But I like when I want to see that and Kate McKinnon's out. I'm like, perfect. She's gonna yeah. have three to five minutes of screen time. She's not gonna deter too much, and she's just gonna not blink and be bizarre. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. great. This is all for if I want to see a character like that, Kate McKinnon. I know who to call. Whenever they're like. We need like this guy, and he's like wacky, and he's he's out of pocket. Someone get Will Ferrell on the phone. I'm like, this hasn't been funny in like yeah. ten years. Which like it's you know it's unfortunate too because a lot of other comedians fall into that too. Because like Kevin Hart is like, oh, you you need, you need someone loud and obnoxious, Kevin Hart, and it's like, bro, why does he always get casted as that? And why character? is why does he get casted? Period. He he was Kevin Hart was never funny. There's never been a single millisecond of the day. When Kevin Hart has ever yeah. said anything funny, he's like, "I'm five foot two and I'm funny," and it's like, "No, you're not. You're five foot two. You're kind of homophobic and a piece of shit, and you've never said anything funny ever." Please exit the screen. Yeah. Nobody will miss you when you're gone. Like, right. especially like when he's he did all those movies with The Rock. I feel like they were just oh my god, over and over again. Like the I think it was like Central Intelligence, something and, stupid like that. And even Jumanji, like yeah. Jumanji, just Jumanji very too. Dumb. He was in that one. Just make, stop making bad movies. It's very simple. Yeah. Um, but just goofy. I guess that's a good segue to jump into it. Welcome to the Shot and the Chaser yes. <laughs> podcast, where we fuck up your whole schedule and make you think that we're going to review something, but we're actually going to review something completely different. This uh, week, is. like I said, we got to jump into Barbenheimer on opening day. Quite an Did event. Uh, Christopher Nolan doing Oppenheimer. Yeah. Holy shit! Greta Gerwig doing Barbie. Holy shit! Uh, but before we get into those movies, what else did we watch? That probably is not on the same magnitude as either of these movies. Definitely well, not. I did get to watch a, a very fun movie that, that is in the theaters right now that I would heavily recommend anyone to go check out. Um, and I'm very surprised I'm even saying, you know, introing this movie like this. But it's <laughs> it's Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Really? Um, this movie was wow. actually, yeah, this movie was actually really fun. Um, I had, I had a really good time and it actually really stuck with me. It, it, it was, it was extremely entertaining. Have you seen all the Mission Impossible movies? Nope. See, I haven't either. And that's kind of what's drawn me away like, from this. Not movie. I've only ever seen the first three. See yeah. now. Okay. I bought, I, 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 I definitely saw the first three. Um, I loved the second one as a kid and Same. I, and I loved the, the, the third one too. I thought I thought the third one was like the most serious movie I'd ever seen, like up to up to that <laughs> up to that point. Right. <laughs> um now looking back on it, it probably isn't like at all. But um I think I had watched 
the ghost protocol, right? Isn't that like four or something like something that? Something like that. Like, I don't really care about this universe. I really don't. But there was a point in time where I, I remember watching Mission Impossible and I just got annoyed at them. Like, I was yeah. like, this is not entertaining. And I don't like the pace. Like, it was it was when I was going through that whole phase of like, this is moving too fast. There's not enough plot here. It's yeah. not. It, it It's just too stupid for me to enjoy. Like, it's like it's like trying to be a serious, but it's, it's stupid. This movie from the get-go is obviously trying to just be dumb yeah. and and uh just over the top and then like mission impossible according to the fans um has has always been like that i was never intrigued enough to give it a shot um but just one day i, I had an opportunity to go see a movie by myself this was pro- this was the only thing that was like really pulling my attention right um because i could have gone and seen an elemental but i was like i'm just gonna hate watch that there's really no reason to watch, watch yeah like i'm just didn't you already see it no funny enough i logged it on letterbox just like as a joke but, but I, <laughs> what? I was like really I you saw yeah. it. <laughs> no 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 wow how many of these do we have that's so crazy. I didn't know that. Only I two. You, I only thought you two. saw it. Only wow. two. I only... I, so because... this movie could be good. Because, I. to be honest, that review is the reason why I haven't seen Elemental. That's so funny. I'm like, ah, oh, it's bad. probably a bad movie. Because I, I was think you logging, shit on it, too. I was logging the, the reaction to the trailer. Oh, okay. And it just... it Yeah, <laughs> which, is, which, which is kind of stupid. Secret but... scumbag. Yeah, there we go. But I, I will say I did not give it a star review, so that that doesn't deter. You, from, but from you its never score. give it a star review. Yeah, that's so you, it doesn't deter from, from right. like it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't hurt the rating. The rating. So sure, like, sure, I can yeah. put you whatever can log I want. It. It just, um, that's just funny. Yeah, but so so uh, Mission Impossible. I think it was great. Um, it it was lighthearted. Um, it 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 had enough high stakes for me to be invested in it, but in a way that's like you're invested in a moving train. But it's getting to its like yeah. final destination. You just it's it, it it's just taking you along along the track. As long as there's no crazy bumps in the road, um, it's definitely a fun a fun time. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I definitely recommend it if you're in the mood for just like uh, a good action movie. This is this is the movie in theaters right now that you're you're pretty much only offered for action movies. I think it's pretty it's pretty decent. You should still go see Oppenheimer over this. For sure, but you're gonna call Oppenheimer an action movie? No, that's but... what I just said specifically. This, <laughs> is, this is the only action movie in the theaters right now. Sure, I um, definitely excuse would. Excuse me, Indiana would. Jones is still in the theater. Indiana right Jones, now. yeah. It's so better, is Transformers. It's better than Indy. Okay, I haven't seen Transformers. I could have gone and seen Transformers, but this one Indy. was a little bit more intriguing to me than than, than Transformers. So, wow. What about you, Joe? Yeah. So I. Uh... Decided to watch uh, Coffee and Cigarettes. It's been a movie that was on my watch list, and I saw that it was streaming somewhere. I was like, got to throw it on. It's an hour and a half. Very simple. Uh, it's exactly what you think it is. It's just people. It's like 10-minute almost sketches. And there's, you know, what is that? 13 10-minute sketches of people just smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee and having a conversation. Okay. Uh, and it's like weird people you wouldn't think would be in it are just like making these weird cameos like um, oh this is a jim jarmusch movie yeah jim jarmusch yeah it has uh like one of my favorites is one with bill murray uh playing himself as like a waiter serving uh rizza and jizza from uh wu-tang uh while and uh while he's smoking a coffee and drinking cigarettes there's also one where uh 
Kate smoking a smoking coffee. coffee yeah. <laughs> Other way around. Other way around. There's also, well, I think actually my favorite one is where Kate Blanchett plays herself so and then um, her cousin. She plays both characters and she's just talking to herself. Um, and her cousin is like kind of down on her luck, but she's like Kate Blanchett, movie star. Uh, and it's, it is very funny. I and Kate, that. like, it's Kate Blanchett being like, very serious but in that she knows she's being hilarious right yeah and and it's this, it's really good this I cast mean. is stacked it's holy stacked. shit yeah like it, it also has iggy pop and tom waits like it has a conversation with them in it which is wild yeah it has, it has a lot but but they're all like like 10 minutes like you only you're only getting 10 minutes of kate blanchett steve yeah. buscemi steve buscemi is in it you're right yeah he he's also great in it Damn. Yeah. Is good as hell. Do the do these it short really... films take place over the same time period or Yeah, they don't really yeah, I mean like yeah, they're around the same top time period. Yeah, they're all wearing the similar styles of clothing okay. and but they don't really discuss that. But cool. Some of the that conversations awesome. are like deep and have like a lot of meaning behind it behind it. Some of them are just kind of dumb. Like Bill Murray's is just like very funny, I think. Uh but I did. also I, like dude. It was, yeah. it was great. You actually sent me that 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 skit, and it was so great. Um, yeah. Honestly, Nick, if you're if you're even slightly intrigued, I would just go on YouTube and just find that that Bill Murray skit, yeah, and just watch it. it. And if you're like, I'm sold, like I, because I, because I, I, I've been I've been wanting yeah. to watch it. it, it I'll it, definitely check it out. This it it's it's cool. like a tight ninety. I'm not a big Jim Jarmusch fan, but like this looks yeah, fine. Like Patterson I, yeah. And, um, what else did he do? Uh, he's done the, so many. The, the yeah. zombie movie that he did with Iggy yeah, Pop and Bill Murray. Ghost Dog. Ghost Dog. Yeah. I haven't. Seen, I haven't wanted to see Ghost Dog for a while. That's been yeah. on my list for a minute. Um, but this looks good. Yeah, this, it this, was really good. I have to check I that really out. Enjoyed it. It was, and it was like it cool. felt quicker than it was because it was like, like each section was like pretty short, and you, you felt like you were moving pretty quickly. Yeah, there for sure. Hell yeah. For sure. yeah. I uh, I watched. Uh, we we brought up Evangelion. Um, I I've watched the show Evangelion. I really like it. It's super fun. Um, I've been told that I need to check out the movies. So there's four movies in total. I've watched the first. I watched the first two this past week, um, which is Evangelion. You are not alone, and Ev- Evangelion. You cannot advance. Um, and you are not alone. It's just a recap of the first six episodes with a couple of changes. It's good. It, it's it's really good. It doesn't. It didn't feel super necessary. Like, the yeah. animations, like, kind of brought up to date. And the changes that are made are not like, whoa, this is, like, a whole new universe that's being built here. Um, and then you cannot advance. A lot of shit happens that's like, oh, this yeah. is, like, very different. Um, but I still am really enjoying it. I think that it, it doesn't have the same charm that the show does. Um, but I also feel like it's a lot more uh, comprehensive than the show is. It's, it's a ton of fun. They're all on Amazon Prime. Nice. Um, I I was planning to to just knock it out before we recorded and just be like I watched all the Evangelion movies, but I just I could not find the time with with work and Barbenheimer and whatnot. But I'm getting really deep into the lore cool. of this universe, and I'm very excited for you specifically to finish this show. Oh, yeah. I was excited for Joey too, and then Joey watched a whole like recap yeah, of the whole show right before we started the show. So he's like, oh, I know what happens. Yeah, I totally misunderstood. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm still I I'm excited to watch the show, <laughs> that, to say the least. 
<laughs> it's fun. It's really good. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've enjoyed every episode that, that we've seen so far. Seen, like, all seven, I think. I think we watched the first seven episodes, seven. Yeah. 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 Which is good. I mean, it was... It definitely has has um, an aesthetic, and I'm excited to see where it goes. For sure, if you want to watch a show about mechs and um, statutory allegations and Jesus, you should yeah. absolutely watch Neon yeah, Genesis Evangelion. Wes Anderson recommends as well. Yeah, so, Evangelion. I don't know why you kept calling it that. That didn't make me feel great, but it's yeah. fine. Uh, regardless, it is time. Let's get into it. I think it's obvious that our uh, shot this evening is Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Yes. Matthew, what is Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer about? Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. The tagline follows. The world forever changes. And the summary is one of the shortest ones we've ever read. The story of J. Robert Oppenheimer's role in the development of the atomic bomb during World War II. It's one sentence. That's it. Man... Perfect movie, and the man knows how to. Right. They, they knew how to just cap it. <laughs> also, look at that banner picture on Letterbox yeah, with him just standing insane. in the flames. It's so cool. Comes in at a whopping four point four right now. How long was it? Uh, one hundred and eighty-one minutes. So it's so, three hours, right? a little over three yeah, hours, a little bit over three hours. And honestly, flew by. It does. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm I'm thankful I got to watch it twice so far. Uh, you know, we uh, we we already brought up earlier. I got to watch it again today um and that that time run or uh run excuse me runtime does pass by really quick um it's paced really well i will warn people who are hearing about it for the first time here on the show it's a super dialogue heavy movie so if you are not into that in the slightest i don't know if you would want to watch this movie it's like it there there's so much dialogue i'm not saying that's a bad thing i loved it so much yeah i loved everything about this movie um, spoiler alert, but, um, but it, it, I, I did think that that was a good warning that I, that I, cause I, I actually heard a YouTuber bring that up with the, the day after he saw it, he was just saying, this is just, it's a great movie, but it's a lot to take in like content wise, sure. topic sure. wise, the way it's presented to you, it moves a mile a minute. Like it's, it's, it's good, but there, there's a lot to take in. You and know. it's very, it's definitely easy to get a little lost, but I never felt like I was like, I have no idea what's going on anymore. Right. Like it, it, it doesn't hold your hand, but it, and it doesn't spoon feed you, but it also like, it doesn't overcomplicate the story yeah, no. really. And I think that I also don't think that there's a line of dialogue in that movie that I was like, you could cut that and make it better. Like right. every line has such a magnitude to it. And every, every sequence is so heavy and so powerful and just so like ensnaring. Like I... I was, I've been looking forward to this movie since that trailer dropped, and when the timer was there, I was like, oh my god, this is it, I can't believe it, he's doing Oppenheimer, this is crazy, and I don't know, I, I never saw Tenet, I didn't hear a lot of great things about Tenet, and I, 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 think, the, I think the last Nolan movie I had seen was, was Interstellar, which I was like, this is, this is a perfect movie, I don't know how he's going to top it, um, and lo and behold, here he is, and I, I thought I was, I was telling you guys, the last movie I saw in IMAX, in general, was, was Inception, so it was nice, like, the next IMAX movie I see being another Nolan movie and have it being objectively, spoiler alert, one of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, like, probably will cross the threshold of, like, top 20 best movies I've ever seen. It, yeah. Is, yeah. it is a powerhouse from start to finish. It is. I, I, like, with movies like this, I feel like I need to watch them multiple times to actually 
gain that perspective. That that's what I felt like with Dune. Like I watched Dune in IMAX, and I felt the same thing. I'm like, I think this is the best movie I've ever seen. But then it, it almost felt like it was the IMAX effect, and Dune is amazing, and it is a flawless movie. So it right. really did stand the test of time. Uh, but like I had to like step back because I was just blown away by like and Oppenheimer is similar to Dune where the IMAX experience makes it significantly better mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if 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 you guys are on the fence about whether you want to see it in a regular theater or an IMAX theater, if you have access to an IMAX theater, I would heavily encourage you to go see it in the IMAX theater. I know that Nolan's putting that in the in the marketing campaign, yeah. so if that's rubbing you the wrong way. Like, see it on the biggest screen possible. That's I just wouldn't take that lightly. How like, weak of a human being do you have to be to be like, I don't like your marketing like that. You're seeing yeah. a Nolan movie. You're right. supposed to see it in IMAX. All right, of yeah. his movies are IMAX experiences. Yep. Yeah, especially Nolan. And, I, and I'm thankful that uh, as we were predicting, uh, we, we, we almost thought that, that Barbie was going to be like a contender for being the IMAX movie. Like taking the one IMAX that we, we can go to in yeah. Charlottesville. I was a little worried just because of its like, popularity pull yeah it's it's star power but with it being with him shooting uh shooting oppenheimer completely on film for imax i think that like it was in the bag right 11 miles long 600 pound reel like uh, (laughs) i could not i I would give anything to just stand next to that roll of film Oh, you just got to be an influencer on TikTok, apparently. Oh, I didn't realize all I had to do was suck ass, and then I could get to do whatever the fuck I want. Fucking influencers. God, look at a boomer corner, but <laughs> never even seen that. They're, they're just posting pictures or like of themselves with the real. Like you or can, TikTok you can look. The... Yeah, it's like even accounts that have nothing to do with film, they'll just come out with a thing like I. Well, I got. I, I went to the movies and they invited me up to look at the IMAX. I got to see the IMAX real yeah. for Oppenheimer. Yeah, check it out. I'm just like I, holy. God. I, that's what I, I feel like. Both these movies transcended the like. The movie, like I always felt, like Barbenheimer was just a film, like person type terminology. Like film Twitter is really where I heard about it, and I felt like that's where it came from, and that's really all who really knew about it. I didn't realize how popular it was. Like, like every sports account I follow, yeah, was posting about Barbenheimer. Yeah. Hannah, yeah. my my wife went to uh, Starbucks this morning, and they had a Oppenheimer versus Barbie like menu. That's where, crazy. Where, where it was like, order this if you want to support Barbie, and it was a cake, a birthday cake pop, and a pink drink w- with whatever on it, and then uh, the Oppenheimer order was like a black coffee. Was oh, it just a black coffee? <laughs> yeah, with 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 a chocolate cake pop, and I was just like, that's so goofy, I but ordered, it's reaching yeah. to the furthest extents of the universe. I ordered the Oppenheimer, and they gave me a a, a black coffee that never stopped being hot in a half lit cigarette. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I drank it, and I got lung cancer. Yeah, right. Immediately. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I I think that um, and it's been really like honestly heartwarming. Like you see. I've been seeing a lot of pictures on film Twitter where it's like these packed like movie theater lobbies and it's like this is my multiplex at 10:30 in the morning and it's like oh my god it's it's happening movies are back yeah. baby they are and it's it's kind of funny that it's happening right on the heels of the strike too which is yeah. which is crazy we don't got to get into that yeah i feel like we we might lose movies again like it, right, this is like back. the last good like movie moment of yeah. the year potentially right now, potentially yeah. yes. if they push June back well, like this is that's that yep and we'll yeah, see. Like, you know, I mean, like, we'll just have to. We have Scorsese's movie, but that's true. 
But it I is just, true. I wonder how that's if that's even going to get. I, I wonder if our Regal will have a theatrical run of it, or if I'm just going to have to resubscribe to Apple TV and I know, watch it. Watch it, yeah. But you know, we'll be able to watch it in your basement. That's so true. We'll have so, cool. we'll have some. If that's an IMAX, though, I'm I am going to see that in IMAX. That would be good. I specifically wanted to see this because Christopher Nolan was like, when the bomb drops, the theater shakes, and I was like, that seems crazy. And every single time, like, <laughs> any sort of, like, bomb went off during that movie, like, the whole room you felt like it was going to erupt. It was just, like, it was just warbling. You were, like, whoa. Okay. I, I literally feel like I was, like, on a ride at a theme park. I feel like I was in Disney World, but, like, if it was, like, based. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, like, so a 4D cool. experience at yeah. that point. Yeah. It was insane. Especially, I feel like maybe that was because of the IMAX and where we were sitting, but, yeah, it was incredibly loud when those bombs dropped. Yeah. I, it was it was incredible. How do you feel like that? Was it did it do that in the regal today? So, I think that kind of going into that special regal theater, we like we found <laughs> the, secret the secret theater, like theater it, four. <laughs> it literally feels like it, it's it's a secret theater, like when because there's no other theater see, in that building that's as good, seriously, or even close, seriously. And I, and I, once once again, I'll never forget how bad the sound was for for the Batman. I think it was on the right side of the theater. I don't remember where it was exactly, but if you just go into theater four, whatever the movie is, it's one of the loudest things ever. Maybe they had like recently replaced the speakers in there. Yeah, right. But um, it w- it was good. I thought I thought it was good for a normal theater yeah. experience for sure. Loud? Did, do you feel loud. like it shook like that? Like, like not how like a... the IMAX one, yeah. of course not. No, no, no. That's why I would always say you should definitely yeah. see this in IMAX if you can. The sound is completely different. It was, it was immaculate. Even like the visuals, like the what they did with some of these visuals, like I, I think I'm still trying to figure out why they did this, and I think I have an idea of going from black and white to color, so just going back and forth. So Nick actually brought up something really interesting today about that. Did I the black and white and oh color. yeah, I looked into it because I was like, I was like, I wonder why that was, like, yeah. why he chose to do it like that. Because at first I thought it was just flashbacks, but they would do flashbacks and it would be in fully black. in color. Yeah. Christopher Nolan says that all of the shots in black and white are objective, and all of the shots in color are subjective. Really? And I was like, this man playing three D chess. Seriously, <laughs> this is so fucking cool, and it's it's just like. What a genius move. Meaning that, like, all of the shots in black and white are, like, are, like, almost, like, verbatim shot for shot, like, how it happened in real life. And all the color shots are definitely, like, based in reality, but some, I, I would assume, creative liberties are taken. Not, but I don't think Nolan would be like, I'm just gonna throw this in there yeah. just, just to do it. Just to show that Oppenheimer fucks. <laughs> like, right. Nothing like that. I will debunk this. I will spoil this because I don't want to spoil too much of this movie. There is no 15-minute Oppenheimer sex scene. I don't know why people keep posting about this. Oppenheimer fucks for like less than two minutes throughout this three-hour movie. It's multiple times, but he definitely does not like this long, drawn-out, fifteen-minute sex scene. No. If you're going there to get off, you're in the wrong movie. Yeah, even though sex scenes like it is not like attractive. I it is say. not hot. Yeah, although it, it is nice. It was great seeing Florence Pugh like almost completely naked multiple times throughout that movie. As somebody who would die for her at a given given notice, yes. you look fantastic, ma'am, and I'm very happy to see you succeed in this life. Yes, there you go. <laughs> um. Shit, I, I literally just had something, and it like flew right out of my head. <laughs> well, Random I, point that yeah. I wanted to bring up. Um, I mean, no, I this is the 
I don't know if this is a gripe or what, but I, I was noticing this the the second time through a lot. Um, has Killian Murphy gotten like a nip tuck or something like like on on his face like right here? Is that is that just like a common sign that like Hollywood actors have gotten? surgery no, I think he's on their faces because <laughs> like isn't that a, isn't that a surgery where like you 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 cut here and then you take the skin and then you pull back so that it like pulls all of your your wrinkles and I shit back i did not notice that he does well, look great he maybe i'm just roasting he looks very like, young and i'm pretty sure he's in his 50s to say he's a good looking guy yeah so maybe makes me not believe that but yeah, yeah i'm sure like, there's a lot of makeup on him too <laughs> i should i should google it but yeah i need i need to know like what that is because it yeah it's I'm, I'm, I'm just curious man speaking of makeup though the the work they did on robert downey jr yeah like when you look at like the picture of of lewis strauss next to robert so downey it's like identical so and robert downey had said before the movie came out like this is the best movie i've ever been in and everyone's like he gives like the best performance he's ever given and i hate robert downey jr always have i have always <laughs> thought he's a scumbag he's not yeah. a good actor he plays iron man and that's it even in any any other movie i've ever seen him do i'm like you're iron man you're just a dickhead so i don't i don't care and in this movie he's still a dickhead but he plays that part so well like he is he gives the performance of a lifetime if they do not offer him any sort of academy award it is a robbery it is an absolute robbery. He no, deserves it. I agree. I think even Cillian Murphy, the same thing. Yeah, he can definitely be up for best actor, but best supporting actor has to go to Robert Downey. Yeah, like he's I, he's incredible. I mean, we just need to say whether it's a fifteen minute can I mean, a five minute cameo. There's like two minute cameos in this movie, or it's a leading role. Everybody in this movie is a joy to see on the screen for sure. Uh, Matt Damon. Even. even like you know yeah. it's, like, it's like matt damon is like sometimes there sometimes not he, every time he was in a scene he was great he he was he was almost like a source of of comedic uh, uh oddly yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like he would he would just be able to 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 play like a really fun counterweight to, to to oppenheimer's way of looking at things as that general character emily blunt um was incredible yeah uh, as 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 oppenheimer's wife um, very cold and uh, just very logistical and like just uh, it, it was just great i mean it, like everybody florence Pugh is obviously great i mean she did she did a really good job um yeah, just per per usual and uh but even like you know some of those smaller uh performances um like casey affleck exactly. casey affleck is like yeah, incredible in that movie. i liked yeah he just kind of appeared and i was like this Didn't is even know he was a nice, there. yeah. It, I don't know. He just brought something to it, made it feel a little bit more realistic. I loved how that scene plays out, where like Oppenheimer is being questioned by him, and he's he just keeps on like Oppenheimer's like kind of digging his own grave, and he's like, yeah. "Oh, really? Can you actually give me a little bit more Expand information on that. about that?" <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, "Oh my god!" If I was in, if I was in that position, and like yeah. Matt Damon is like explaining why that was a very bad thing that yeah. happened. It's like, oh my god, yeah. The timeline as well, just like I, mean, I know, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but uh, very, very, jumps all very, over the place. very classic. Nolan is like cutting up the timeline. I love how this movie just kind of jumps all over the place. It jumps forward, it jumps back, it jumps forward, it jumps back. It's just like okay, it's right there in the right perfect spot, and then it jumps back and it jumps forward and it jumps back. It jumps forward. It's, yeah. it's great, and that's how you get the and, full picture. And yeah, exactly. Like you don't really feel 
feel like you have the whole picture until the end of the movie. Yeah, you have honestly. so many questions until, like, basically the last 30 minutes, probably, of this movie. Questions start getting answered. I, and I think that's what, like, Nolan does really well. Because, like, you get that with movies like Tenet and Inception and even um, Interstellar, where he is being very confusing in, in the way he's portraying this movie, where you aren't meant to really even get it. And I think that's my biggest gripe with a movie like Interstellar. It's like he really, it felt like a mo- movie that he was just trying to confuse the audience. Yeah. He didn't really have it. Like the, the plot wasn't necessarily good enough to be even entertaining to me. I, I'm a big like See, hater I, I of felt that Interstellar. Way about Tenet. Tenet. I agree. Tenet yeah. is worse than Because like Interstellar, I can follow. Tenet, yeah. And even, I actually, I meant Inception I when follow. I said that. And when I said Interstellar, I, I was Inception. like, I was like, you better, you better watch Interstellar, your mouth, Interstellar is great. I meant Inception. That's uh, okay. I mean, well, Inception, yeah, what I, I think the about. same way. That's why I think Nolan, he can take these war movies and like these interesting ideas, even with Batman, and he can make them like the he he can bring this great plot. And make them so such a fun experience because of the the mystery he can add to mu- uh, a movie, and you know it, it's like it feels like an experience, like yeah. Inception, like Tenet. These these movies are things like Tenet. You truly don't know what happens until like the last three minutes of the movie. Which, yeah, which right. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Nolan has come out and just said, "Don't try to think about it. Just just feel it." And it's yeah. like. I understand what you're saying, but yeah. I need to be able to understand a little bit more than that. Like, I, you know, because it's just for one, sure. like, once again, it just feels like you're just trying to confuse me for what for the purpose. sake of confusing yeah. me. Yeah, like there's no which like I know that people have said that same thing about David Lynch, but like at least David Lynch is like not he doesn't have any answers for his movie. Nolan knows what his movie is about to a T and, and is yeah. willing to explain it. Verbatim, verbatim to anybody so it's like that's why it's like i i like it i don't like it i think oppenheimer really really works because it like it get it, it's once again you're right it's like it, you don't really get all the picture yeah until the very end but it, it's it felt as, like a as complete nick thought. said as well yes well, it felt like it felt more of a complete thought instead of like i don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> and then yeah. all of a sudden at the end you're like and that's supposed to convince me that the entire thing i just watched makes sense the movie is cohesive the movie there like there is never a point in oppenheimer you're like i don't know what just happened or like by the end of oppenheimer you're not like i don't get it you you if you didn't get it you were on your phone like there's no there's no way to other other way to explain it yeah it's a very like straight to the point movie that is broken up in very weird places but i feel like the breaking the way he breaks it up makes perfect sense it is it is done justice and i i just want to say this is me seeing it for the second time Nolan really knows what he's doing with foreshadowing. Um, it's so many uh, illusions and reiterations of themes. And it's like the first time you see it, it's just so wonderful. The second time you see it, you're like, wow, that gives a whole new spin on why he put the apple on his professor's desk or like yeah. whatever. You know, where I, I'm, I'm not trying to spoil it because it, it is still a fresh movie. But, um, dang, I mean, it, it's just, it's definitely rewarding for, for multiple watches. It is, it yeah. is a profound and polarizing movie experience. It breaks my heart that I will only get to experience it in IMAX one or two times. I wish that I had my own IMAX theater so right. I could just watch this movie in IMAX. Cause like, I 
felt like I was just on a wild ride that whole time. Like, oh, when they're, like, it's broken up very beautifully. Like, it's a three-hour movie. Act one is an hour. Act two is an hour. Act three is an hour. Act one is, like, here, here is Oppenheimer and who Oppenheimer is. Act two is, like, here is Oppenheimer. He is building the bomb. And act three is, the bomb has happened. What comes from, what, mm-hmm. how does this change the course of human history? And it's just played out very well. I also need to give credit to the fact that there is no CGI in this movie. I don't even know the last time I saw a blockbuster movie that was that had zero CGI shot completely on film, but it's like, thank you. And you there gave is me all so I wanted. much that he could have even gotten away with with CGI that we right? would have had no problem with if it was CGI. And the fact that he decided not to do that, it looked better. Honestly. honestly feel that. It is such a... Heart for me it was a very like heartwarming, almost like bring brought a tear to my eye moment of just like it can be done. Yeah. You can still make a blockbuster and not just throw it all in front of a computer and then charge me thousands of dollars to watch this movie or be a part of this movie. It's like I felt like I got my money's worth and then some. I will never experience a thing like that again. And I'm honestly envious of anybody listening to this that hasn't seen Oppenheimer yet. If you were going to see it, you were in for an amazing experience. I will never get a chance to watch Oppenheimer for the first time ever again. And you are so lucky you get to have that. Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, I'm just thankful that Christopher Nolan is on his A-game. And Thanks for bringing back Roderick Rules, man. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. Rod, Roderick uh has i mean roger is, is 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 treated like like a lot of other people in this movie he, he 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 has brief screen time but it's great i mean everyone in this movie is great even like drake and josh the yeah josh, josh peck, peck yeah, yeah josh has like peck. eight words that is yeah. said but he and he's only in the movie for like three minutes he yeah. got a shot in the trailer and he's like that's amazing like yeah, his yeah. we were talking about last night his agent must be like some kind of king to be like, hey, you're going to be in Christopher Nolan's next movie. You're going to have virtually no lines, but you're going to get trailer screen time. And hopefully, God willing, get paid what you deserve for this movie. Hopefully everybody on this... I'm assuming everybody on this movie got paid. I don't imagine right. Nolan would fuck anybody over like that, but... I mean, the movie is going to make its money and some. It's the biggest block. It's the biggest opening for a Nolan movie, which I thought was nuts. Yeah. Like, I was like, Dark Knight? Nolan movie, <laughs> right? Yeah, right? Yeah, wow. That's, that's crazy. Molly and I were talking about that. I was like, that's crazy. The Dark Knight existed. And she was like, yeah, but remember, first you saw Batman Begins. So you were like, yeah, Dark Knight, sure, I'll see it. Yeah. And then once you saw it, you were like, oh, fuck, I have to see that again. I yeah. think I saw the movie eight times in theaters when it came out. Like, I <laughs> kept going. Movie tickets were like seven bucks yeah. back then. I definitely saw it twice, at least. It was it was great. I saw it, like, at my local uh, marquee cinema. And then I went and saw it in IMAX. I think twice and then I just kept seeing like if my friends like I don't know what to do tonight I'm like Dark Knight's Dark still Knight, playing yeah. let's go yeah let's go see Dark Knight I will say that um, I do believe that a big part as to why this is his biggest opening is because of the other movie that came out this same yeah. weekend you it, think more than the Barbenheimer yeah, more, whole con- like popularity I think AMC sure. had said that like 20% of their ticket sales for this weekend were people that were seeing Barbie and Oppenheimer like back to back both like yeah. people that were buying both tickets I was like that's that's amazing yeah. Like, yeah. well, because it's like that's just additional to the people who are only going to see Oppenheimer. Yeah, but I will also argue that it's probably his biggest movie 
simply because of how diverse of an age age range we saw in the IMAX oh my theater. god yeah i don't think a lot of that many people over the age of 50 in a theater at one point ever yeah, in my was, life it was ever. strange yeah, yeah. the fact maybe, that it was packed maybe when i saw what was that like winston churchill movie with like yeah. like with with gary oldman in it or whatever oof yeah, yeah. like it's that that movie i remember seeing a bunch of old people in it but that maybe you know, they're just into gary oldman I think, I think it's like, like history. Well, I'm an old man, so I gotta go see Gary Oldman. Gotta old see man. Gary Oldman. Yeah. <laughs> I have to see Gary Oldman. Yes. We get him in this I movie am too. An old man. As a president, too. Yes. Which is so funny. That's who played like, the president? Yeah, it was Gary Oldman. Oh my god, I didn't catch that. Yeah, Truman? Yeah. What? Yeah. Was he wearing makeup? <laughs> I, I was literally, like, by that point, I was just so flabbergasted by the yeah, movie yeah, that I, I was just that. like, I. I <laughs> yeah, I was I like, I don't even know who this is. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> this is the great. best movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, he did. He did incredible. I, I, I do find it funny how he played two different presidents. And I would watch a Truman movie, dude. Like him playing Truman, I would yeah. watch that. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah. He and he, I because he, he does those types of roles well. I think too. Like, yeah. Even as the president, even in that, like he didn't have much in this movie, but that moment I felt like was so good. Like he played it so well. Yeah. The part where he just like he like reaches in his front pocket and like takes out the the the, yeah. the handkerchief and he's like, "Man, take it." <laughs> it's like, "Oh my god!" So Oppenheimer, as of right now, has a seventy five like made seventy five million dollars yesterday That's wow. on a hundred million dollar budget. This movie will make it. Barbie made one hundred and fifty mil, so it's already made its money back. Yeah, but but I get, I one hundred percent get because one hundred percent Barbie is a PG thirteen movie. Appealed to a mass audience under two hours. Automatically, if yeah. it didn't make its money during like yeah. the opening weekend, I would have been absolutely flabbergasted. I would have been. But so don't confused. you feel like usually when studios do this because they're both Warner Brothers too, which it felt kind of weird. They're, these movies are almost put against each other, like it which really, I never got. These are not. These should not be like movies that should be like fighting against each other. They were, I feel like this this time around they didn't do that. I yeah. feel like, but normally, it it you're making a decision which one am i going to see and i feel like it was a risk putting these movies out i will the same say day. was it a warner brothers movie oppenheimer i thought it was yeah. universal i don't think so i think it's warner brothers maybe i'm wrong i know because i say i know barbie was yeah, but I, I don't know, know if um i don't know if oppenheimer was warner brothers i feel like it wasn't i thought it was his studio uh for sure i mean sin sin copy or whatever that yeah is, yeah like... well i know it's that i thought it was warner brothers as well but I might be wrong. No, you're good. I, but I, like I was just gonna say. I know it is universal. You're right. You're like right, you're right. the um, them being pitted against each other. I, I I never got that vibe. I guess being pitted against each other. Yeah. But, but a lot of people were pitting it against. Film Twitter was there was like oh, a weird division sure. of people that were like, yeah, well, Barbie's gonna be better because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah, well, Oppenheimer's gonna be better because of X, Y, and Z. And it's like just go see both. Like these are both going to be movies them. to see. Like, yeah. don't be that they guy. Like, I almost feel like Mission Impossible knew that it needed to come out before Oppenheimer. Well, the, and that's weird because Tom Cruise Probably. started fighting to like get it to premiere the same day, and the studios yeah. were like, "Are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. Like, your movie will do- will bomb on a grand scale if it premieres on Oppenheimer on Barbenheimer Day. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. You're out of your it's mind. Like having three movies like that's People not. But it probably made more money coming out a week before because it came out. I think last Friday. Yeah, it probably did way better in that scenario. I think yeah. it, it came out at a good time, for sure. It gave us just a little bit of something to chew on before yeah. Barbenheimer came out, for sure. Um, well, I guess... We, what do you want to rate Oppenheimer? 
Yeah, so there you go. Before before we move on to Barbie, of course. Um, what I'm going to rate Oppenheimer, which I think we all agree yeah, on. Yeah, I think is, we're all going to give yeah, it the same score. It's a five. It's a five. It's yeah. a six out of five. Yeah, yeah right. this is. I give it the extra point for for get for being graced with with Florence Pugh's uh, chest. That was yeah. that was a, that was a, that was a, a that was a big W. But it was. <laughs> I'm I'm joking. Regardless, it yeah. is it is one of the. It is definitely one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's Nolan's really? best. It yeah. is undoubtedly Nolan's best well movie. Too. Like, for this is sure. a movie like that we'll remember watching in theaters for a while. I agree. Special. C- cinematically beautiful. Yeah. The score, unstoppable. The oh casting, God. perfect. Like there is nothing that I would change about that movie to make it better. Every everything is so intentional and perfect in that movie. Yeah, this Please is something I'd want to buy in 4K too. I'm I'm absolutely gonna buy this on 4K, and we can watch it on the big screen down yeah, here. I'll down. I'll get another Bose speaker, and we can just absolutely blow our eardrums out down here. Yeah. Well, on to yeah. the next our our chaser. Let's get into Greta Gerwig's Barbie. Matt, here we go. What is Greta Gerwig's Barbie about? Here comes the tagline: "She's everything, he's just Ken." Wah, wah. And the summary is longer than Oppenheimer's. Barbie and Ken Strike one. <laughs> Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives in the colorful and seemingly perfect world of Barbie Land. However, when they get a chance to go to the real world, they soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans. Wow, still not long, but right. Very Yeah, it's only two sentences. Plot. To the point, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Joey, I feel like we need to get your opinion here yeah. because you yeah. were you were the fan of this. I yes. I'm was very excited. I tried to convince myself not to be excited for this movie. I tried to tell myself, you know, just go in because she's doing everything wrong. It felt <laughs> like like she she's telling everyone she's gonna start making superhero movies and that she wants to only work on big budgets. And the the trailers for these mo- for this movie well, just song and dance numbers, and not it felt like a like a blockbuster movie. But yeah. I know I knew Greta Gerwig. I knew what she was capable of. I love Lady sure. Bird. I love Lady Bird is a five. One of my favorite movies, if not my favorite movie. And we rewatched that. I watched that movie more than now. I've watched yeah. most movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, I went in. I went in excited probably a little too excited and i think i don't even know how to word this but what i want to say is this movie i felt like and with thinking about it and uh really just sitting with it for 24 hours now it greta gerwig the has been saying the same thing for most of her movies you know that she's been empowering women it's always been about that I feel like in, in Lady Bird and Little Women, even in the movies she's made and written, like Frances Ha, she's always been doing that. This movie I feel like will be remembered, I, I as much as I would say Oppenheimer would be. I think it will make a big mark on, especially younger women and younger men. I think there's I think the the message it gives is beautiful. That being said. I fucking hate musicals. <laughs> I fucking hate this. It, it it really felt like the studio got a hold of this and just made it just feel like a bunch of just like bullshit thrown out. One of the biggest gripes I have, I think, 
is right when Ryan Gosling said this is the greatest script he's ever written. Either he's lying, <laughs> or he, he or the studio got a hold of this script and said, "Nope, we're going to fuck it up bad." How can you be in Drive and say this is the best how script you, you've how ever can read? You be in Blade Runner. How can you be in Blade Runner twenty forty nine? Like these are all thoughts that were going through my head too after the movie. I'm like, he like he lied to us. I don't know why. I, I get why people are giving this five stars. It has a beautiful message. I would not deny them that even sure. for a second. And 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 it's going to be very influential. It's what Greta Gerwig did does. I, that's how I feel about this movie. It, it was a big letdown. I was really sad. I even watched Francis Ha and Lady Bird right after, or like the next day, just to cope with it. To cleanse the palate. To cleanse it. And just to be like reminded of, how great Greta Gerwig is. Yeah. I think a lot of people will love this movie. It's it's just, it's not a movie that's meant for me. And I, and I love its message. I don't think it's not meant for me because it's like even an attack. I, I, I saw a lot of, you know, reviews saying like, they don't like it because it seems like it's just attacking men. It's not. like Your brother Nate literally just posted his review and that's the first thing he said is this movie attacks men too much. It, it, you might want to fix that real yeah. quick. <laughs> it, exactly. Like, it's not like the, the Ken storyline I think is saying a lot of good, beautiful things. And I even think Barbie responding to Ken and even saying the truth. I think I, I, everything it's talking about isn't talked about enough. Yeah, for sure, and I love to see it in a blockbuster movie. But like, at least make it good and enjoyable. <laughs> like, I, and maybe it's because it was basically a musical. It felt like a The Greatest Showman, where like every hey, all man. like half the <laughs> half the dialogue was You're both wrong. done in song. I just can't do that. It just doesn't click with me, and it probably clicks with thirteen year old girls a lot better than it does with me. And this movie's for them. And, Agreed. And I'm glad that people are making movies for them. As a 31-year-old man. Yeah. As a 31-year-old childless man. <laughs> who did play with Barbie when I... As a kid, I am not ashamed to admit this. I would go to my friend's house and hang out with their sisters and we would play Barbie. And it was fucking gas. It was cracked as hell. And I was... I obviously was not, like, deep in the lore of Barbie or anything like that. I have a wife who was, who was very deep in the lore of Barbie. Who also was like, I'm kind of let down at the end of this movie where she was like, this was not like, it was, it was not super funny. And I'm like, I wasn't expecting like a laugh out loud movie, but this movie makes a lot of jokes that like, it almost pauses and holds out the microphone yeah. and you get, get ready to laugh. I'm like, I'm not laughing at this. I wasn't funny. And I'm not saying like the, all those parts where they made fun of men weren't funny. I don't care. That's, that shit is fine. It, but like. All the scenes with Will Ferrell, cut it. Like, he yes. is a anchor that weighs that movie down. The whole, heavily. like, Mattel storyline. Not you funny. You don't need it. Yeah. It also doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah. And Hannah, Hannah brought it up when we were driving back last night, because my, and this is this is the, the white old man in me. This is my biggest complaint of the movie, and I know that this is so petty. Don't make fun of the Snyder Cut. <laughs> don't make fun of The Godfather. Is your IQ that low that you You're can't right. think of anything else to make fun of? Are you that pathetic of a human you couldn't think of another joke? You're that stupid, Ryan Gosling, that you read that joke and went, this is the best script I've ever read. You were in Blade Runner 2049. Get fucked. Stupid lying man. Regardless, 
it wasn't just those jokes. The joke also doesn't make sense, because you're put in this universe where they don't know what the Snyder Cut is, they don't yeah. know what the Godfather yeah. is, and yet they're going to make that joke. It's like, that's not a funny joke. It's yeah. dumb. It's a, well, it is definitely a joke at our expense. Like, they yeah. were picking on the film guys, the film Twitter, basically. Yes, and so, like, and I've been, like, racking my brain about this all day, because I'm like, what happened? What went wrong? And it clicked, literally, like, right before Matt got here. I'm like, I get it. I know what happened here. And Molly had been telling you, and I feel stupid, and it, it is more vindictive, vindictive on me as a human being at this point. Molly's been driving into my head for months. She's like, you are not going to like Barbie. And I'm like, why? She's like, it is going to be for the girls, and you think it's for the film bros. I'm like, yeah, Greta yeah. Gerwig is making it. Why would it? She does nothing but make film bro movies and star in film bro movies. Yeah you're wrong <laughs> she's like no i promise you i'm not wrong but she also like her, those movies are for girls like lady bird is a beautiful movie true for women. but it's, it's but it's definitely dedicated more, towards yeah. like people in general like yeah. when, I, when i say film, right. i'm not talking about like the, like us yeah but just people but that like in general we can enjoy exactly and this was not for for us and yeah. once like i came to terms with that i it honestly like resonated a little bit more in me i was like oh that's actually that's that's so smart. Like, it's, yeah. it's, not every movie, <sighs> alright, I'm gonna say it, not every movie needs to be made for the three of us. You're right. Not every movie needs to be this deep spiritual impact of just, of that, like, speaks to us and resonates with us and makes us go, he just like me, for real, for real. I don't like how I felt that way during Oppenheimer a couple times, but yeah. that's beside the point. <laughs> but I think that, Barbie speaks to a very like I I wrote in my initial review like it speaks to a general audience and I think that that is true but I think that there is a, an audience within that general audience that this is going to resonate with a lot a lot of people that I that I'm that I'm very good friends with were like I I wept I cried like this movie like yeah. came for me and I was like that's it made me like so happy hearing that I was like this wasn't for me and that, that's that's okay like not every, like I said not everybody has to be for me but like here's a movie that spoke to you. And it's not, like, some, like, weird off-kilter movie that's, like, what the hell, this spoke to you? Like, Barbie is 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 something very special, and I think that the movie does a really good job of, of weirdly putting Barbie back on track. Because uh, you have the daughter in Barbie, cunt, by the way, who's just, like, Barbie represents bah, 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 bah. And I was, like, dude, you they shut the fuck up. Yeah, that. shut the fuck up. And, like, I get, like, why she's in the movie and why she's saying that to kind of come to the end of the movie to be like that's not what barbie was about that's what this weird sect of people made barbie about of like here's this beauty standard here's this here's that it's like barbie was supposed to just be like you as a woman can be anything you yeah. want to be do not let the patriarchy like come at you and this weird right wing reaction that men are having right now yeah. where they're just that ben shapiro ben shapiro put out a 43 minute I'm video so today to just be that. like um, actually, Libtards, this is a terrible movie, and here's why. Logistically, Barbie is not that good. And it's like, first yeah. of all, dude, you thought that vaginas don't get wet. You don't yeah. get to have an opinion on this movie. <laughs> Your wife is a gynecologist, and you didn't know that. Like, you honestly don't deserve to be a human. But, yeah, so, that's my two cents there. And Ted Cruz went on Fox News and was like, ultra woke, ultra bad Barbie movie. It's like, th this movie's about yeah. you, idiot! Like... <laughs> Yeah, like I like I want to say I don't love the movie, but I don't love it because like they don't love it. Right, it's very different. It's very different. I don't love it because it did it, it, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me as a like I said, a thirty-one year old man with no children. This was yeah. not for me. But outside of that, cutting Will Ferrell would have been a six trillion point yeah. IQ move. 
getting rid of the Snyder Cut and Godfather jokes would have been great. I I think that also, and people were joking about it before the movie came out, but it's true. Shang Chi, Simu, uh, yeah. I don't know how you say it, Simu Liu Liu, zero Riz. That man yeah. has nothing going for him. He was had barely any lines. I felt like he was like almost underutilized. Well, maybe I don't believe that. Maybe I was like I, I underutilized. Would, but I I felt like he was gonna be like almost a main character. But it really he was. Barely but every him. time he would get on the screen, he'd be like, "Oh God, not You're this right. fucking guy again." I'm going to beat you off, Ken. I was like, this is not a funny joke at all. I don't know why this but, is happening. And it's a joke we've already heard. Yes. And it's supposed to be like the funniest part. Like people are still cracking up. I'm like, he said beat you off. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like he's saying beat you off. That's so fucking funny. Like have any of you guys been in the real world the past six months? I've heard this <laughs> joke like 18 times. God, they literally released like that whole scene. And last week they released the whole scene, the whole I'm just Ken song. The whole uh, six-minute montage, yeah. they released that scene. I was like, I, that was my biggest gripe leading up to the movie was the marketing for this movie led me to believe, like, convinced me by the time I sat in that theater seat, this was not going to be a movie for me. Outside yeah. of my wife telling me this was not going to be a movie for me, that, that the marketing locked that thought in of just like, I get on, I turn on my TV, Roku City lights up, Barbie Dreamhouse. I get on Instagram, I get ads for <laughs> fake merch and real merch for Barbie. <laughs> Twitter is just full-blown scenes from Barbie. Facebook was just shit of shit about Barbie. And I was like, Anywhere I can't, I can't escape this. There's no escaping Barbie. And this is, it is going to be for this mass audience. And I was with you. When I left that theater, I was disappointed. Yeah. I was like. Fuck, man. The queen hath fallen. Long live the queen. Greta Gerwig is done so. Yeah. And I don't I don't feel that way any that this after sleeping on it and thinking about it. I would probably like I honestly would want I do want to see Barbie again. I want to see Oppenheimer and Barbie again and just try to come at it with a more open mind. And maybe, maybe there's something I, we missed. Maybe there is something we missed. Maybe if I go in it with that cuz I went in with like zero I said I went in with zero hope, but I think there was a part of me that was like Come on, man. I'm at the Alamo. (laughs) Everybody here is in a Barbenheimer shirt. Like, this is going to be fun. Our theater at the Alamo was fine. The people that sat next to Matt and Hannah, I don't know how you didn't, like, reach over and start swinging. You had, like, a woman sitting next to you that had the most unbearable laugh I'd ever heard in my life. Really? Oh, man. That would have been... I was like, holy shit, this is like somebody... This is like they gave Goofy laughing gas and just told them any joke whatsoever. Yeah, Yeah, I... Yeah, the, the crowd we had thing. was pretty live. Like, they were laughing at every, every joke. joke, even if it wasn't funny. Which always breaks my heart. I'm like, just because the joke is there, don't yeah. fall for the bait. If it's not funny, it's not funny. Don't laugh. Yeah, like, it could, just because they leave you an opening to laugh doesn't mean it's funny. Yeah. It's almost like they, they're forcing you to do it. Right. Like, no, this, is, this isn't good. I, I also felt like they were, like, I was hoping that with all the trailers we got, that, like, what they aren't showing us was going to be spectacular and that like they're they're hiding the really good parts which Oppenheimer did for sure for like, we fucking didn't, we, sure I did not know that that was going to be I didn't realize how much of a biopic it was going to be right I generally thought it was just going to be about him build, man build bomb yeah. I did not realize how much was going to happen before and after I that. really felt like the ending was going to be the bomb dropping right and and when that happens like halfway through the movie I'm like oh shit this is not that movie but where Barbie 
if you watched every trailer, which you kind of had to because it was everywhere you no went, escape. you watched the movie, basically. There really isn't anything different. Barbie was like, like I was, I've been reading that Matt, let me borrow this book, Tommy. Barbie's Tommy. Dude, like, you can't escape. Like, yeah, there is man. no, like, no matter what you do, she will come back yeah, and she marketing? will come back stronger. Hell no. Yeah. Yeah, hell no. Yeah, I mean, um, after after sleeping on it, I, I will say, I'm, I'm just going to reveal my, my, my star rating early. Um, I'm giving it a three, just like a solid, <laughs> solid three. Um, it ain't going anywhere from there. But because um, I, I was thinking like two and a half. I'm like, that's a little harsh. I'm definitely not giving it a three and a half, though. That's, yeah. No. And just 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 a couple of problems that I have right off the bat. Um, one is like messages with movies, who these movies are made for, who a movie is made for, yada yada yada, blah blah blah. It's art. I can say whatever I want about it, and people can shut the fuck up. First, <laughs> first and foremost, I'm not gonna say anything offensive, but that's just the way it should be with any piece of art. Period. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna put it in a theater. I can say whatever the goddamn hell I want about your your movie. Second, um, that movie, I, I'm, I'm not a sucker for, for um, comedies in general. Agreed. Like a big budget comedy movie can go to hell. Like they're all bad. Most of them are trash to me. Hey, bud, maybe, maybe, maybe you knock it off. Talladega Nights exists, pal. I would say most of them are trash. Say, say like, I would say more like in the last decade, comedies They've have like taken really a bad. sharp dive. They've gone really bad. So, but, but we, yeah. we, we were just greeted with a new one like right. yesterday so it's <laughs> like and it didn't didn't break the mold unfortunately and will ferrell is a big part of that and i would even say margot robbie falls flat a lot of times she's yeah. the main in the fucking movie so yeah. whatever it doesn't matter third thing guys is this is and I've, I've been trying to explain it to you this is the best movie to explain it licensed movie licensed music in a movie does not need to be there well all the music this was movie, what do you mean all the music was original for this he, yeah. he hated all of it Hated all of it. Pop pop musicians writing stuff for movies despise it. Whether whether it exists outside yeah. the movie or it's made for the movie, because what it is is it's made so that you interact with the movie more. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's 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 a marketing ploy. Right. So it's once oh, I saw again Barbie, Barbie, we I cannot got the, escape it anymore. I saw Barbie. It's, I got the lunchbox and I got the the soundtrack on vinyl, all original so, songs. With all that being said, I'm saying that because I do get this vibe that this movie is inflated simply because of its message, which is fine. It doesn't, it, it just, in a way, and I'm just saying this to you guys, like, is that it, it does make me feel alienated from the letterbox community, which I'm not saying I want to be <laughs> friends with the letterbox yeah. community, but in a way, because of its like unabashed acceptance, it's yeah. almost like a religious thing for, for, for people is like, they, they have to praise it for yeah. what it's doing. And it's like, guys, there's a lot that this movie does wrong. It to me. There yeah. there's there's a lot that it does right. I gave it a three. I'm not yeah. giving it a one, goddamn. Yeah. Like I'm not giving it a half. The worst thing I've seen. No, yeah. it's no, it's yeah. by far it's not a bad movie. Like Nick, okay, on the drive back, perfect movie example. We all watched Cujo. That movie was shit. Yeah, that was an Barbie awful experience. was not shit. Yeah, Barbie. But it was is not, not Cujo, gold either. And yeah. some people are thinking it's gold. And some people who watched Oppenheimer alongside Barbie, it's just like it is what it is. Art is Art is subjective. Completely subjective, as Nick yeah. was saying. I agree with everything Nick said earlier. But like, I will agree, like on, on Letterboxd, it was the it had the it was the most 
watch listed movie in the history of Letterboxd. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Which is what like I'm not guys, like I don't care. Like and like that's got like that's a four point three keep happening as we get older. They're like yeah. we're gonna get further and further and further from the mainstream goals and mainstream audiences. Yeah. I don't care. About I feel like that. we've already been keeping I think there was this hope that Greta yeah. wasn't gonna make something like I just this. I was just hoping that the first fifteen minutes of the movie was gonna be hammy comedy. Yeah. And that's why I was I was I was laughing it up pretty much in the yeah. first fifteen minutes. I'm like, oh that's 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 really cute. I like that. Oh that's really funny. I really like yeah. that. It but then the vibe doesn't change. And then when it gets serious, and then it, the vibe it is, really changes. But <laughs> out of well, I wouldn't even argue that. Like I would argue the vibe is still serious within the confines of a modern comedy movie Agreed. and that is yes. not serious right. that is not artsy that is nothing but comedy if you like that shit so be it like i'm surprised yeah. you don't like talladega nights why the fuck is that movie not 4.4 on letterbox yeah. what the fuck is wrong with everyone and no, the app yes. so it's like it doesn't make sense <laughs> what do you mean is talladega nights not a 4.4 <laughs> no fuck no probably not a letterbox no, no but, way movie like, slightly homophobic and also yes yes and i'm not like once again the content of the movie but guys like once again was everything everywhere all at once a good movie or was its message just really good? And both. we all just really like the fucking message. Okay, both. yes, both. But Barbie is only one side of that coin. The sure. message is great. The movie, that's up to you to decide. I think it's yeah. a solid 3.3, maybe. But it's a 4.3 right now. That's almost a perfect movie according to millions of people. And once again, I'm, I'm, I'm getting kind of... Similar message, too, too which is kind of fun. Funny to even mention. I though. think that it's like if you're... If you are a, a a young girl, a teenage girl, a mother, or or anything like that, I think that it is going to be an outstanding movie for you because it is a movie made for you. And right. we can't. And I'm not saying like me man, me dumb, but like we can't comprehend that. And I get that. And right. I and I totally understand that 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 point and, too. I'm not I'm I'm not trying to argue against that. Right. Because I I this movie I agree with you was not made for me. And I'm not saying that in a in a yeah. hurt. You wouldn't and you way. wouldn't necessarily be like, Don't see fucking Barbie. No. Like but it's just like if you're a film bro, like you're gonna take an L. You're yeah. probably yeah. not gonna, gonna, gonna be like disappointed. Yeah, you're so gonna take like, a fat L in this worry. movie. Like yeah. wait till it comes out on streaming. Don't worry about it. Right. Like, like it's marketed to shit right now, so yeah. you're gonna think like if you're, this is the cinematic experience. If you're not like, a Greta Gerwig, if like you don't know who Greta Gerwig is and you just want like the the blockbuster and you want to have like that experience, go see Barbie. Thumbs Barbie up. is the move. If you if you know what Greta Gerwig is capable of and the emotional <laughs> depth that she is capable of like bringing Seriously. out of you, Barbie is not probably not gonna. It's not for you because you're a film yeah. bro. Like, not just as a man, just as like a human being that like that like says the word Kino unironically. You're you're gonna be attacked during the movie, <laughs> yeah. and it's it's. It's fine. I, I, I will. I'm, I'm with Matt. I, I gave. I also gave it a three. I also like don't necessarily disagree with her attacks on the men. I'm like, you've got no, a lot no, of no, 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 not, no, not, yeah, not yeah, at all. I'm like, yeah, see, it's like, like I want, yeah. I want to draw the line in the yeah. sand. I'm not, I'm not trying to be like what they said was false. I'm not trying to say what they did was wrong. Right. I'm no, not, no, I'm no, not no, trying no. to say any of that. But what I am saying is that people are flocking to this movie yeah. in weird ways, and just. I feel like the only thing that they have going for it is its message. Yeah, that's that's what I took away from it. For sure, it's got a I'm great also message. A, almost a thirty-year-old man, yeah. so it's like, what, what else am I supposed to take away? From it's got a great message with zero rigs and a zero riz and a lot of flat jokes. Yeah, right, exactly. And Will Ferrell. Yeah, and like some people really like that shit. Like, 
Yeah. Once again, we all saw Spirited, and like that movie was was made for a very specific audience, and I feel like Barbie was also made for a very specific audience, but it's marketed towards everybody. Yeah. So when you show up and it says it's for everyone, which don't get me wrong, like I think that by the end of the movie, it is, you know, the message is for everyone, mm-hmm. and I think that's what makes it good like that's why i'm saying it's a three it's worth the watch yeah i'm not saying you shouldn't watch this i'm also giving it a three it was i i had to think about it and sit on it but uh i'm not mad and i no no like i'm also not mad she's gonna make another movie and i'm gonna be in the theater again yeah this chronicles and the thing that she's got going on like i'm excited for that i i am it could be bad though i'm not sold I, which I think but, is a good thing for me now, because now not, I have better expectations. Exactly. But here is the, here's where the rub yeah. is: is that that's not a comedy. Sure. Barbie's a comedy, so right. I don't like mainstream comedies for the most part. So Same. especially now, Co- that's what I'm saying. Like we watched so, No Hard Feelings this year, not, not great. Good. Barbie maybe is better than that movie. It has a better message. And sure. Joyride, another comedy I watched this year. It and I think there's a lot of complaints that there's not enough comedies coming out. But Does, the problem is, is that they're just not good. No one can enough. write for them anymore. Yeah. Like they're just I don't know. And 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 also I just feel like there is. I'm not gonna lie, man. Comedy does take you. You have to have uh, the ability to take a joke. And I just feel like people do not, I'm not saying people don't have that ability anymore. It's just, sorry, snowflakes comedy's canceled, but it's, but it's comedy is right now. I feel like they're working when they're lower budget anyways. Agreed. When then, when a big studio is not dictating the joke, you're able to write a joke that's original, funny. And you're like, holy shit, that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I think that I'm, I, cause I do agree. I think that comedy movies have become like very difficult to find. And when they do come out, they're usually not very funny. But I find that like a lot of comedy TV shows have like spiked. Sword, yeah. yeah. Like mm. we we have like I think you should leave and, and things like that. And I'm like, this is some of the but funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. We I I totally agree with that. But I think the reason why it flourishes on TV is because they're able to find their niche audiences. Yeah, Barbie yeah. was once again marketed. For every fucking person yeah. on the planet to watch, and the comedies we like aren't going to make a hundred million dollars. I also don't That's think I. I saying. also don't think I could sit through like a, a two-hour. I think you should leave movie. Yeah, or something like that. I feel oh, like that. Man. Would, I feel like I, that would that drive would be a me lot. absolutely insane <laughs> by the end of that. Tim and Eric. I know that you would do it because I know you like Tim and Eric's movie, yeah. but like that was. You should be ashamed, but it's, yeah. it's, 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 I should be. I yeah I I I I I honestly agree with you a lot I I don't I haven't seen like a a blockbuster like full blown comedy I've seen like movies that have like comedic that have like comedic elements like everything everywhere all at once but I I wouldn't yeah. necessarily classify it as a comedy but yeah. more of a heartfelt movie that has uh, comedic comedic Comedy moments elements, that yeah. that just kind of expound upon the story and I thought Barbie was gonna do that same so thing. did I but it was the reverse it was the reverse it's a comedy and it has us like guys like the 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 plot was so bullshit to me it was kind of ankle deep yeah and like and it just felt like it was ham fisting it to you the whole time like the whole time it was just like and this is where we're at now we're at the part where the characters are going to explain everything to you and how you're supposed to feel about the fucking movie don't do that that is like early 2000s comedy like this why people don't watch movies like this anymore i don't get it and it's like this is not actual I, emotion this I is have not a brain. actual drama right. yeah like 
and I get that it's made for children. I, I get yeah, right. that, but like we didn't. It's get also that not technically made for children. Yeah, yeah, I was like, there are a lot of jokes that are not child friendly in yeah. this movie. So, definitely PG which I'm, I'm not. Yeah, it was. It was, it was. I would say it's a soft PG thirteen. Though I was definitely. It wasn't like like Anchorman where you're like, it was this could be like a that. hard. This yeah. could be an R. This yeah. could absolutely be an R. Yeah, rated definitely movie. wasn't like that. Uh man, but if you wanted a good comedy, uh, look out. Deadpool three's on the way. <laughs> There you, go. you can comedy's back, baby. Comedy's back. Oh, I just and and it's sad. and like already you've already started hearing like not horror stories but just crazy shit like from the studio. Like the studio wanted Greta to cut the scene where Barbie's at the bus stop and she looks at the old woman and is like, "You're beautiful." And it's like that's probably the best part of the yeah, whole movie. Bro, in all honesty. That's, that's the so thing. Beautiful. That's what makes me feel like this isn't necessarily Greta's fault. I, I want. I, I, want, I want to, to believe so that. Really believe that. Yeah. But her and Noah Baumbach wrote this fucking know, thing. But so like, you can't... Noah Baumbach just came out with a movie called White Noise that is good. I love White Noise. Uh, yeah, but White Noise is cons- would, like flopped. White but, Noise yeah. like was, a, was sure. a total flop. But Noah Baumbach yeah. is also already greenlit for the Ken sequel. I don't so... know if it's officially greenlit, but he's in talks with them to do to do the Ken. Because they're trying to. You have turning, to be careful. I'll be there. They're yeah. creating like, a new MCU, the Mattel Cinematic Universe, and it's like that's what Molly said. And to that's yesterday. that breaks my heart because I'm like, oh shit, this is no, actually not guy, great. If if they take Noah Baumbach from me too, I might cry. <laughs> Join yeah, us. Yeah. Only like dead directors. <laughs> Dude, they never let I you know. down. Because they're dead. They've already made We're them. Like, they're almost dead. Or they're so close to being dead in the studios and want the, the, the old fucks around. <laughs> we love you, Andre Tarkovsky. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, David Lynch. Please. Oh, God. When he dies, it's going to be a really bad day yeah. here. So sad. But I, so... Okay, three stars. Three stars. Three stars. Go see both of these movies. Yeah. These are movies that Go should be so, be seen. And if you did like Barbie, I hope I didn't, you know, hurt your feelings by what I said. Sorry, Snowflakes. This is a right wing podcast. Yeah, right. Men I mean, rule the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Women's rights? What? No, it's it's nothing. No, it's nothing it, like it that. Like that. It, 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 I, it, once again, I just want to say, I did not leave the theater and be like, this movie attacked men too much, or this movie said this too much. Movies can say whatever they want. Yeah. Just like I can say whatever I want, she can, can say, say whatever she wants. Yeah. I definitely I don't. I don't mind that. I yeah. like that. So while we've been recording this, I've definitely had like this thought in the back of my mind of like, oh my god, I am part of the problem. <laughs> like, like the You're fact, not though. Well, no, wait, but you, because, you are enough. Yeah, I would. I'm not gonna lie. I would own that sweater. Like the second I saw that, I was like, okay. If that goes on sale somewhere, I oh, might. It's probably already on Etsy. I might purchase that but for myself. I get a feeling that someone's gonna buy it for me. We already got to the core of that movie. Five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> didn't need to watch a two-hour movie to tell yeah. me that. So, well, I don't know. It's like to some, that's gonna wake them up to a whole new world of meaning. And I hope that it does. Pretty and hard. I hope that if you watch it, it does. I think, and I think. Easy for me, honestly, there was a very easy correlation between these two movies, and it's just about takeaway. It's about confronting your own mortality. Oh yeah, in both like in both senses, it is about confront. Both movies are about confronting your own mortality. One obviously being like every day you will like as a woman you wake up as this is the the gender that you that you this is the gender you identify as like you are aware of like the way the world is going to immediately treat you from the minute you wake up to the minute, not even the minute you go to sleep, the minute you breathe. Like yeah. this is, and you were, Barbie is given like this, this, this whole view of mortality and Oppenheimer is given the most powerful, most 
I would say evil creation known to mankind and then confronting mortality with that decision. Yeah. So I think that both both play into that. I've I've obviously as a as a as a thirty one year old childless man think that Oppenheimer had a had a bit more of a difficult thing to do it. To, to, I don't even know if I want to say more difficult because they're so different. Yeah. One you 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 as a woman, this is a challenge you're gonna have from the minute you breathe till the minute you die. As Oppenheimer, he made this kind of decision to be like, I will create the atomic bomb. It was there to create to, to kill Nazis, and it ends up as if you if you took sixth grade history, you know that's not what the atomic bomb gets used for at the end of the day. But I will add that just like bouncing off of your point, I do think that both characters are in uncontrollable situations. Yes. Because yes. like Barbie is in an uncontrollable situation. That's just what happens when you get older. You start to think about death and life and what does it mean and where am I going? And for Oppenheimer, he was um, confronted through like his sins. In yeah, a, way. a moral quandary. That same thing. Yeah. So it's it's different. Barbie was so pure. Yeah. But even the most pure will get confronted with the darkest thing yeah. known to man, which really is the end of your life. And even if you are the smartest person on the planet at, at one given point, and um, your wits are used for what you think are trying to help your country, um, I guess, obtain freedom, and then... Your so you're creation led to is taken and used for destruction. I know it's a it's a little bit more complex of a explanation, but I do think that they're both coming to the same point, right. as you were saying, for sure. Um, yeah, I I I love that that yeah. correlation. I would um, my my correlation between the the two was how both movies um, are really about. Uh, it would, like once again uh, uh, finding yourself or like identity as you said i thought yeah. i thought was another way to put that too um where is your place in this universe yeah where yeah. where is your place and how that can be taken away from you yes like by really anything and like in one you have death simple as like everybody gets that and then the other one you have something that's more like government almost which is kind of crazy to think Order. about that like it's like you have in in both universes you do have the ability to do whatever you want, but you kind of don't. Yeah. In the society yeah. you live in, you kind of don't, and you have to play by the rules in order to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> like, and both movies explore that, like, mm. two to a T. For sure. What about you, Joey? Any correlations outside of that? Yeah, I think you guys took the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Uh, very colorful movies. <laughs> For sure. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then a moment very not Two extremely funny movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. I was laughing my ass off during Oppenheimer. <laughs> that is one of the funniest movies of the year, Oppenheimer. Christopher oh, Nolan's Oppenheimer has definitely taken um, award for best comedy in 2023 in my book. And you say comedy's dead. <laughs> I know, right? I, I can't believe I said that. I, 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 I Shame take, on you. I take all that back. I just gave I just gave that movie a five. Well, all right then. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Next week we will be back with Cujo and Snoopy Come Home. Yes, <laughs> we'll have we'll all, have all that taken care of. Matt, where can people find us on Letterboxd? On Letterboxd, you can find us on Shot and Chaser Pod. Awesome. You can also find us on Twitter. We are the Shot and the Chaser Podcast. We're also uh, at Shot Chaser Pod twenty two. You can find us on Instagram at the Shot and the Chaser Pod. Um, we are going to be unmuting Barbie, <laughs> so yeah. we can you can do what you got to do. 
Uh, if you if you want to talk more about Barbie and Oppenheimer, please our DMs are open. We are more than happy to yeah. talk about it. If you We'd see you see Oppenheimer, get that shit in IMAX. If Barbie's playing in an IMAX near you, I imagine that Check would be a shit out. ton of fun. Check yeah. it out. Regardless, see both of these in theaters. Movies are back, baby. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long time. Well, it's gonna be a long time probably before movies are really back. So see this yeah. before it's over. Yeah, please, Honestly. yeah, before there might be a. Unex- you know extended break so honestly but until then i'm nick i'm matt and i'm joey thank you guys so much and have a good night peace